Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, CH Insurance, and Bowers and Company CPAs. Hit me up on Twitter at Mike L Sports and on YouTube, Mike Lindsley7060, and the ML Sports Platter on TikTok and on Instagram. Let's keep it rolling with the NFL draft individual team recaps as we move through the NFC East. The Dallas Cowboys, and wow, you want to talk about a situation that uh, just won't change, right? Now, Jerry Jones is still the owner, principal owner, and the general manager. He makes and calls all the shots, mostly. He has a little bit of input. Uh, his kid's there. Um, you know, There's other people who are involved, but really it is Jerry Jones. Now, in fairness, I do give some credit to Jerry Jones from the standpoint that they have made some wicked great draft picks, right? Um, And by the way, sorry if you hear a little bit of the raspy voice and a little bit of the full thing. Um, I'll tell you what, I never used to get sick (laughs) this often. I never used to get colds and throat and this and that. The second you have a kid or you marry someone who's in education, all bets are off. They get you sick all the time. That's just the reality of it. I just overnight, before I started recording this, just started getting, I was a complete disaster. And now here we go again. And, you know, the difference for me is that I battle through. I don't have time to get sick. Um... But anyway, let's just do this podcast. And, and, and Jerry Jones, again, 
I respect the hell out of him from the standpoint that uh, what he's built, the brand, you know, he has made some pretty darn good draft picks the last few years. We know Micah Parsons and others. But the reality is he has failed in the sense that, you know, really he should be the owner with half the say or or less than half the say. I would probably say about a quarter of the say uh, in the NFL draft. And then his football operations guy should be the GM who's actually running the football team. They need a Bill Polian. They need a Scott Pioli. They need a current Brett Veach. They need a current Howie Roseman. They need one of those guys, uh, you know, in order to get the Cowboys back to the you know top of the mountain, right? I mean, that's just all there is to it. So let's get into this thing a little bit here with Dallas. <clears throat> all right, and, and again, this is going to be, <clears throat> I think a lot of the NFC teams, they really have an opportunity right now because the conference is so weak. Uh, and then you add to it, right? It was already weak, and now Aaron Rodgers is out. So you, you have a lot of different, you know, you have a lot of different circumstances why, you know, you can get to the top and get to a Super Bowl. There never has been a better um, chance for Dallas to get to a Super Bowl. It's just, that's just how the NFC, the cookie is crumbling here. Um, so with Dallas, you know, we know that they have a solid roster. Nothing that I would write home about, nothing that I would want compared to a bunch of teams in the NFL. Um, I do love some of their playmakers. Uh, they did make the right move getting rid of Ezekiel Elliott. It was time. Uh, Tony Pollard, I think, is a really, really good player. I've always been a huge fan of Michael Gallup. Uh, C.D. Lamb, those guys are in their you know low to mid to upper 20s. They've got some big-time playmakers there. Um, you know, uh, there, there are Their offensive line remains pretty darn good. Their defense is stout. Dan Quinn likes to get you know after it um, you know, defensively. Um, you know, we know Micah Parsons leads the way. Demarcus Lawrence is a monster going into his 10th year. So they have some pretty good things going on defensively. Leighton Van Der Esch is all over the place. Um, <clears throat> Trevon Diggs is an all-timer if he stays healthy. But they could use a lot of depth uh, on, on, you know, in the secondary, in the linebacker core, uh, up, up front a little bit as well. Uh, and certainly you can never have enough offensive weapons. And I've said it for a bunch of, of, of times. I, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott. Um, a couple years ago, I think we found out exactly who he is. Uh, the big stage, you just can't do it. Uh, fourth quarter, Dak on the road, Dak pressure, Dak. Nah, uh, he doesn't check any boxes there. So they could use somebody up front, right? Uh, offensive line wise, <clears throat> for you know, on a rookie deal, they could use some more defensive tackles on rookie deals. And so the Dallas Cowboys start with a defensive tackle in the first round. They go to Michigan and they get Mazzy Smith, uh, a six-three, three hundred thirty-pound behemoth. Uh, outstanding run defender, one of the strongest prospects, unbelievable upside, uh, incredible short area quickness for his size. Um, he lacks some of the closing bursts as a pass rusher, but they're looking for him to tie up uh, offensive linemen and then let their guys spread and go get you. You know, think Sam Adams, think Tony Saragusa, blocking things up, and then Ray Lewis running wild. Their version of Ray Lewis, Micah Parsons, right? Dan Quinn's defense needs an anchor in the middle of the defensive line. They need depth along the defensive line. They need somebody on a rookie contract on the defensive line. And I think that he checks the boxes, Smith, that is, uh, in all of those compartments. Um, you know, and, and and I think, you know, it's going to help Micah Parsons a lot in terms of seeing millions and millions of double teams throughout the year as well. Uh, second round, they go right back to Michigan. <clears throat> this pick might be my favorite one. Uh, they went out and got Luke Schoonmaker, the talented tight end, uh, 27th overall in the second round. That's again, that's the second round's 27th overall pick. He's a strong, savvy player 
separation, great size, 6'5", 260, excels catching it in traffic, absorbs contract, uh, contact, excuse me, sound angles, great footwork, and they're getting Dallas's, the starting tight end, they really needed uh, on day two of the draft, right? He can step in immediately, he's a wide tight end, and he can play, you know, in line next to the right tackle. He does have some positional versatility, so you can put him in the slot, you can move him out on the boundary if you need to. He will be a rookie starter and a middle-of-the-field safety guy, uh, safety valve, I should say, for an offense that lacks that position, no question. I think that's going to be just a huge, huge pickup for Dallas and a guy who, you know, is going to be a security blanket for Dak Prescott. One, two, three, four, five, six more picks to talk about for the Dallas Cowboys. All of that is coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and our great friends at Rosie's Corner in and around Central New York. Get to Rosie's every week for Fish Friday, Route 11 in Burton off the Bartall Road exit in front of the Burton Bridge. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, CH Insurance, and our great friends over at the Allen Angus Pub. Head on over to the Allen Angus Pub today for the best darn Angus burger in town. AllenAngusPub.com. And congratulations to Matt and the entire gang over there for winning New York State Burger of the Year yet again. Seven of the last nine years this time. It's the famed, unbelievable bacon grilled cheeseburger it is to die for the buns are toasted like a grilled cheese the pecan tasting bacon and of course the unbelievably perfect uh burger it's cooked to perfection up along the burger uh rolls and uh, you got to get on over to the Allen angus pub today for the best darn angus burger in town and their award-winning bacon grilled cheeseburger allenanguspub.com the official pub of the ml sports platter all right let's get to the rest of the draft here for the dallas cowboys and It was kind of an interesting one, and it's also filled with guys who I just kind of see as let's hope and pray, right? Usually the fourth, well, usually the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds are the, you know, the value. Well, value can go before that. The potential slash diamond in the rough rounds, right? I've talked about it basically every podcast when I've done these. Um... And I feel like the Cowboys kind of reached for that in the third round as well. You know, I felt like they could have maybe done a little bit more in the third, a little bit more in the fourth. Um, you know, but they're hoping that these depth pieces are guys on rookie deals who can just kind of layer in and, you know, go for it. I would have gone more offense, but they went defense, defense, third round, fourth round, and then they hit an offensive tackle in the fifth. They go corner in the sixth. They go running back in the sixth. They go wide out in the seventh. Um, don't know a lot about the rest of these players. They go DeMar, DeMarvian Overshone of Texas. I think I'm saying that right. Inside linebacker. I, I don't know anything about him. I, I, I wish I could tell you I've seen a ton of tape on this guy or a ton of anything on him. Um, <clears throat> have I watched Texas football? Yeah, I have, but I haven't seen, you know, I, I haven't broken his game down by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, this is just a, a simple... Um, you know, uh, uh, range, range pick, athlete pick, um, you know, they need more off ball linebackers in Dallas, I guess, because Micah Parsons has kind of shown the way in terms of how he moves around the defense. Um, so they're hoping versatility, athleticism, range, um, you know, speed end to end six, three, two forty. They like his size as well. 
They go D-end, uh, San Jose State's uh, Vilami Vajoko, um in the fourth round, and then Asim Richards, a, an offensive tackle in the fifth. North Carolina just hoping he kind of pans out on a rookie deal to help protect Dak and add some depth to the line. Uh, they go cornerback, cornerback, that is Southern Miss, uh, Eric Scott Jr. in the sixth. Again, haven't seen anything about him, but trying to beef up that secondary after Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, Kansas State running back. They take him in the sixth, obviously, for depth behind Pollard. And then South Carolina wide receiver Jalen Brooks in the seventh round. He could really never go wrong with taking an SEC kid that late and certainly somebody who might be able to help you down the line with a quarterback who, in my opinion, is just, you know, kind of above average. I don't think Dak Prescott, <clears throat> you know, is by any stretch of the imagination uh, a top 10 quarterback at all. So uh, this is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous opportunity for every team in the NFC. You've got Giants making the playoffs last year. Eagles coming off the Super Bowl. Commanders should even be a little bit better. Dallas should be a little bit better. Uh, the Lions, you know, last year had a really good year. They should be a lot, lot better, and they're the sexy pick to, you know, come out of the North. And I've heard some people think that the Lions could make the Super Bowl. Um, and I'm not going to go against that take because the NFC is so freaking weak. Uh, their division is really, really weak. The Vikings have become their number one, you know, competitor, unless Jordan Love becomes Aaron Rodgers, Bart Starr, you know, and somebody else, <clears throat> you know, in between next year. Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons, I mean, who... Who scares you here, right? Um, best teams in the NFC, I, I would say 49ers and the Eagles yet again. But with the 49ers, we have a situation where, you know, it's best roster in football. Best, But what about the quarterback? I mean, how many times have we been asking that question? How many times have we been asking about the quarterback? You know, is Brock Purdy going to be back with the Tommy John? What is going on with him, right? I mean, how many times can we ask about the San Francisco 49ers and the quarterback position, right? It's every single year. Everybody loves the roster. Everybody loves, uh, you know, Bosa. Everybody loves Armstead. Everybody loves Fred Warner. Everybody loves Debo Samuel. Everybody loves, you know, getting Christian McCaffrey. Everybody loves Elijah Mitchell, right? Everybody loves the offensive line. <laughs> Everybody loves George Kittle, right? But what about the QB, you know? And so San Fran is very vulnerable because of the quarterback situation. Brock Purdy out forever. Trey Lance ain't ready. Sam Darnold's going to get some reps. Good luck. So the Eagles are the clear-cut favorites. But how far behind could everybody else really be? I could see this upcoming season. <clears throat> if the Eagles don't make the Super Bowl, and if the 49ers do not make the Super Bowl, I could see a situation where a 9-win or 10-win wildcard team goes to the Super Bowl. Easily. Just get in. If you're the Cowboys, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks, whoever, just get in. And there are, there are, I'm telling you, a lot of areas, like I've said, <clears throat> on the Cowboy roster that I really do like. I really do. I mean, it's really hard to argue against Tony Pollard going into year five as your running back. And, you know, a couple of these playmakers in terms of, you know, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, etc. Um... The offensive line, again, outstanding for the most part. Really hard to argue against, you know, having Demarcus Lawrence, who's just an absolute monster on the edge, and Micah Parsons coming at you from everywhere. From the defensive end standpoint, from the linebacker standpoint, stopping the run, getting to the quarterback, filling up the middle of the field. I mean, who's to say 
that Micah Parsons right now isn't on the track, you know, to make the Hall of Fame, right? Um, he's absolutely on that track. He's going into year three. He's a tremendous player. Trayvon Diggs, as I mentioned, if he stays healthy, he's on track to go to the Hall of Fame. So they have pieces. Special teams aren't terrible. But again, Dak Prescott holds you back, um, especially in the fourth quarter, especially in big games. But could this be the year where you could get away with Dak Prescott because the NFC is so weak? It's very, very possible. So there you have it, Dallas Cowboys. Again, I'm not doing the grade thing. <clears throat> I Do I like their draft? Yeah, it was okay. But I am not going to take Dallas seriously, and I will repeat this. Just like I've repeated the New York Yankees takes for, you know, years and years and years and years and years gone by. I can't take the Yankees seriously until Brian Cashman is gone. And I absolutely cannot take the Cowboys seriously until Jerry Jones hires a football operations guy to do all of the big-time executive work. Just can't. They might get away with it this year, though. I'm telling you, if there's any year where it's open to get to a Super Bowl for Jerry Jones, because the clock's ticking on him, as we know, it's this year. That's all there is to it. ML Sports Platter, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit me all over the major social channels, including YouTube and, of course, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. We are brought to you by our awesome friends over at Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum rewards. And a tip of the cap, thank you to our associate sponsors, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. Hey, it wasn't too long ago, I was out at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in Rochester, ran in to my main man, Rob Schaefer, who runs Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. What a great guy. What an unbelievable brewery. School Street, Victor, New York. Hope you guys had a few pints during the PGA my Rochester people, my people from Buffalo traveling in, Central New York people, <clears throat> make sure you get on over to Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Make sure you join the Mug Club. Uh, you can sign up for 100 bucks. You get 18 and a half ounce mug uh, for larger pours every day, one free pour per month, complimentary pour for new beers on weekend of release, and $2 off your growler fills as well. Their beers are spectacular. The IPAs, the lager, the sours and seltzers, and don't forget to try their Red Ale and when it's on tap, they're Amber Ale. Those are my two favorites, of course. Right now, flying off the shelves, you've got that uh, unbelievable uh, Driving the 90 NEIPA. Uh, the IPAs there, people love them for sure. And all on tap available in 32-ounce crawlers for just 13 bucks. That's a tremendous deal. You get two. Actually, a lot of people think that a, a beer is 12 ounces. Some people say 16 ounces. I go 12. So if we're doing that, you get two and three-fourths beers for $13. Really? On tap? Yeah. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. Friends of the Platter, appreciate you as well. The Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, and the Alonzo family. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli it's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube